This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, hello and welcome to this glorious Monday at the Rated R Safety Show. Today's March the 30th of 2020, day 90. Oh yeah, only 90 days into this bad mofo. And only 276 days left before it's all said and over with, hopefully, for the year to be in an end. Anyways, how are you? How was the weekend? Did you have some fun? Did you do anything exciting besides being locked up? Did you work on some push-ups or something? I don't know what people are doing out there. I keep on taking a look online. Seems like a lot of people are posting stuff when it comes to working out. So I guess that that's something that's important that's going on. I guess it beats sitting on the couch the whole time. So that's something to think about. Anyways, I hope that you are at least able to spend some quality time with some people doing some things that you like, some things that you love. And I'm talking about with people that you live with because unfortunately can't really go hang out with the neighborhood at the particular moment. Anyways, how are you? That's the crucial part. Anyways, right now we are streaming. I believe we are streaming because I have to tell you I believe and let me explain why. I believe we're streaming on Twitch. I believe we're streaming on Safety FM forward slash VOD. I believe we're streaming on safetyfm.com. And I only mention this because I'm blind right now. And what do I mean? I have no eyes. Everything that I'm seeing is telling me that server here, server there is down. So hopefully this is doing a recording of some sort. Or you are just listening to me on the podcast. And that's perfectly fine as well. Because, you know, that's how you and I originally started. And I always think that that's important. And when I'm talking about servers being down, I'm not talking about servers on the information that I obtain. I'm talking about servers on the way out. And I don't mean that in a terrible way. I'm just telling you what they are giving me instruction-wise. So I'm hoping that you're getting some kind of information. But what we're going to do, like we always do. Oh, and I don't think the duh went through. Duh. Okay, there's the duh again. Okay, so I want to do like we always do, where we've been starting off with some feature story news, because I think that that's important on what's going out there inside of the world. So let's get you started with that, and then we'll come back and do our little gig together. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Spain has reported 812 new coronavirus deaths, taking the country's total to 7,340. Foreign Minister Arancha González, though, says it appears the upward curve is flattening out. Spain is the second worst affected country in terms of confirmed deaths behind Italy. It's tightened lockdown measures. Lucy Hoff reports from Brussels. 
European governments say this will be a crucial week where the worst affected countries are hoping to see lockdown measures starting to take effect. In France, Prime Minister Edouard Philippe says the first two weeks of April will be difficult. The number of deaths there is now over 2,000, with the health ministry looking to increase intensive care bed capacity. Questions are now being asked as to why the death toll in Italy is so high. Some are saying it's the country's large elderly population. Others saying it's testing methods are giving the full picture. President Trump says as many as 200,000 people are now expected to die of coronavirus in the United States. He's extending the country's social distancing guidelines until the end of April. Simon Marks reports. President Trump has done a complete U-turn after his public health officials warned him the country was on track to see as many as 2.2 million deaths. So you're talking about 2.2 million deaths. 2.2 million people from this. And so... If we could hold that down, as we're saying to 100,000, it's a horrible number. Maybe even less, but to 100,000. So we have between 100 and 200,000. We all together have done a very good job. He's extended the country's social distancing guidelines for a month and says he now has no plan to reopen parts of the economy while the crisis continues. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi has asked the public for forgiveness for the inconvenience caused by the country's lockdown. The number of confirmed cases in the country has exceeded 1,000 and the death toll has risen to 29. Sriyashi Mukherjee reports. Prime Minister Modi said he had no choice but to take harsh measures in order to contain the spread of the virus. His apology was directed to the poor who are facing the maximum brunt of this lockdown. This decision has left many daily wage labourers jobless and in search for food and shelter. Many migrant workers were forced to leave big cities and walk hundreds of kilometres to their hometowns since public transport was brought to a halt. Narendra Modi has been criticised for inadequate planning before ordering a country-wide lockdown. Local reports suggest that the federal government was caught off guard with a mass exodus of migrants from several cities. As a measure to control this mass movement, the Ministry of Home Affairs has asked state governments to provide them with food and shelter. Britain's Prince Charles is out of self-isolation after testing positive for coronavirus. The 71-year-old had been in seven days of isolation in Scotland. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Anyway, so welcome back to After the News, because that's where we're at right now. So, I don't know. I know that we sit here and we try to have this communication, this conversation, day in and day out. And we're trying to do it from, I guess, a fun point. I guess that's the way to look at it to some extent. But right now, it's tough. It's real tough. Kind of hard to poke some fun at the media and poke some fun at the things that are going on, because... It's not all good news. It's not all bad news, but it's not all great news. And I'll tell you, when it comes to the feature story news stuff, I listen to it with you in real time. I've told you this last week. I'll tell it to you again. Things change from the time that sometimes I listen to it to the time that it actually posts when we're actually doing it between you and I. So I don't know. I I don't know what to say sometimes after listening to some of it. Yeah. I mean, maybe the U.S. didn't take the best approach starting off. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Right now, there seems to be a sense of urgency on some of the changes that need to take place. And I look at it, and I go, okay, this is what we're doing now. 
And that's okay because some of the things have changed based on information that we're acquiring. So maybe we take a look at it that way and proceed forward with it, opposed to going, well, this guy didn't do the right thing in the first place, or he did the right thing in the first place. Let's just kind of move forward and kind of take some of that out at this particular moment. And let's just kind of get rolling to where we need to be going forward. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so the publishing group that includes the National Enquirer and other grocery store checkout tabloids is issuing a widespread pay cut at at least 23%. Leadership blamed the move on the coronavirus, but circulation has been steadily decreasing over years. So we kind of knew at some point that some of these things were going to start changing, and let's just be realistic. Right now, we're seeing some kind of major downturns on a lot of things across the board. Let's just not lie. I mean, as much as people want to talk about, you know, that there's some loss of jobs, some loss of this, some loss of that, some pay cuts, yeah, it's happening more and more. Had some friends who reach out to me over the weekend due to some loss of jobs. And some things that can that are going on in their neck of the woods. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I want to say we can do X, Y, and Z, but there's a lot of people going through this at the moment. And I know that's not the shit that you want to hear. But it's also the conversation that needs to be had. We have to look at this and see how we can actually move forward on how we can do some of these things and say, hey, let's go ahead and move and do some different things as we're doing this. I know that it's tough. I know that things are not easy, but we're doing these things together as we're taking a look at this. Okay, so let's go down the path right here. Baby chickens are in short supply as of late. The chicks are often brought in times of looming uncertainty, such as during the market downturns and in presidential elections. With the combination on steady stock market and the coronavirus and looming presidential election, it's next to impossible to find one if you want one. Our distributors out of Iowa says that she's out of stock for at least the next four weeks. So that's something to think about. We keep on taking a look at some of these things that you're not finding, but it's crazy just the amount of stuff that's out there that you can't find currently. And I know that there's been kind of a mass scare in regards to people purchasing stuff, and there's been some hoarding going along, and then, of course, the whole toilet paper nonsense that people were talking about. But take a look at it. And go, okay, this is what's going on. This is what we're taking a look at. What can we do? And I just look at it and go, okay, we're here now. What can we do to move forward? There are going to be some things that are going to be different in this new world of ours. We know this. We've had this discussion. You know this. We've And you've had the discussion. But how do we have this discussion out in the general public as we move forward with it? Anyways, let's continue down the path. Presidential, or let me rephrase that. President Trump said that, the county, the country, not the county, man, I can't even read, would be well on our way to recover by June 1st during Sunday's press conference, trying to create a level of, of certainty during complicated and confusing times. Official guidelines or guidance from the federal agencies are extending social distancing guidelines until April the 30th at the minimum based on the current modeling. Rather than reopening the economy around Easter, President Trump said that it's likely going to be time, it's going to be time the number of coronavirus cases peak would be within that time frame, so probably not a good fucking idea to open the place back up. Oh, sorry, that one kind of slipped out. But I have to take a look at it and go, okay, 
We're finally taking a look at some of these things and maybe taking it a little, a little bit with more of the level of seriousness that we needed to be taking in the first place. I look at this and I go, the more and more we do this, the more and more we're realizing, you know, that things are not going to be as smooth of a transition as some people originally thought. And I want you to think about this because there's a lot of information, misinformation, and misguidance and some good guidance that are out there in regards of what's going on. And I tell you, if some dumbass tells me again about how you need to have financial plans in place for a time like this, well, if you're already in the middle of it, kind of a bad time to be bringing this up. This is might as well be the I told you so, because that's about as much good as it's doing. Yes, can you plan and make different plans for the future? Absolutely so. But where you're in the midst of this, there's some things that need to change. So maybe those are the conversations we start having with the financial gurus out there where we start saying these are changes that can go into place as you move forward, opposed to saying, well, this is what I said you should be doing and you decided not to listen because that's not going to help anyone. Right now, resources are what you need to look at. That's kind of be the kind of the main things to look at. Now, I don't know what kind of company you're in. If you're in a company, if you're in a business, what you're potentially doing out there. But depending on what you're doing, maybe this is the time to take a look at some of the different options that are available. Now, I will tell you right now, disaster loans are available for small businesses if that's something that you're that you're in. Of course, they're doing to trying to do the CARES coronavirus legislation that just passed trying to do some of that and getting that moving forward. Now, they are saying, and I'm just going based off information that's being promoted by CNN, that if you are receiving paper checks, it could be up to four months before you get it. And I know that's not information you want to hear. Now, they're saying that if you're electronic, it could be two to four weeks. And this is all based off your 2018 tax returns. So keep that in mind. If anything has changed, kids, children, things to that extent, more there, if your finances has changed, that's what it's basing it off of. So you need to take a look at that. Let's continue down the path here. Belarus, President Alexander, and I'm going to butcher his last name, Luskashinsko, doesn't seem to know what the big fuss is about the coronavirus. In that country, there's about 100 recorded cases and zero deaths. And Luskashenko wants life to continue as usual, calling the global reaction a psychosis. Notably, Belarus... Soccer league continues to play in field stadiums and restaurants remain open for business. So I don't know. Some places are treating it like it's no big deal. A lot of the places that you and I are seeing are saying, hey, this is a huge ordeal that's going on out there. Duh. So right now, if you have the option of making a run for it and doing your own thing out there, what would you do? Would you be out there running around in the general public if you could? Now, I don't know what area you're in. Your area might still be open. Right now in the area that I'm in, we're on close down at least until the 9th of April. Now, I am sure that that's going to be subject to change. Good, bad, and different. Let's continue. Insurance providers Cigna and Humana are waiving all out-of-pocket expenses for coronavirus treatments. For Cigna customers, the policy is effective today through May the 31st. Humana has not announced an end date as of yet. Well, good for them. Good for them saying that, hey, if it's coronavirus related, we're waiving all out-of-pocket expenses. Because I'll tell you, some people have not stepped up to the plate yet 
when it comes to this stuff. And maybe it's time to step up to the plate. Now, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that are backpedaling with some horse shit out there. Doing, hey, we can't pay you based on some changes in our business. We can't do this. We have to cut your salary. And those are things that are realistic for survival. But there's some people that are just taking full-blown advantage of the situation. And I know that this is not what you want to hear. We're supposed to be entertaining. We're supposed to be having some fun. But, man, it's the reality of the situation. There are some people that are straight up taking advantage of the situation for they can have more money. That's all it boils down to. Now, I was reading a quote yesterday. Had a guy that was posting online that says, hey, listen, if you take the stimulus package that's actually going on right now, you're not putting more money into the economy. He goes, take a look at it as if you actually had pizza. If you have a pizza and it has 10 slices and you want more slices and you cut that same pizza into 20 slices, does that make actually improve or increase the amount of pizza that you have? No, it just gives you smaller slices. That's what he was saying. He also went as far as recommending a buying cryptocurrency. Now, buying cryptocurrency is a matter of opinion if that's a good or a bad thing. Some financial advisors say that it's terrible. Some financial advisors say that it's great. But if you buy cryptocurrency, technically it has dropped over $2,000 over the last little bit, if you've been paying close attention to that. But Uh. also the other thing that you have to take a look at is if you buy cryptocurrency and you keep it in there, somebody has to believe that that cryptocurrency is worth something for you you to sell it. So if you sell it, how are they going to pay you? Are they going to pay you in dollars? Because if that's the case, then what was the purpose? Who determined the value? Because I'll tell you, I can sell you an iPad, using that as an example, and say it's worth $800. The market has to determine that it's worth $800. If the market doesn't determine that it's worth $800 and say it's worth $500, then that's a different story. Inflation's going to be the name of the game, people. And what people find things that are worth things. I keep on seeing these these things for gold and silver and purchase this and purchase that. I don't know, man. I'm not saying take a, take a whole bunch of cash and stockpile it in your mattress, but you have to think about what you're doing. Some crazy things going on out there. I mean, I know that you've probably already seen the news story of somebody selling this silver-based liquid that you can drink, that will help you fight the coronavirus, being peddled by an evangelist on TV. Really? And they were like, it worked during coronavirus version 18, so I know it will work on 19? I don't know. Duh. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. By the way, you still see me drinking over here, and you go, well, you didn't mention it. Are they not sponsoring? That's the other fun part. Sponsors are freaking out at the moment, man. No doubt about it. Some people are doing scarcity marketing. Some people are saying, we need to pull back. We're going to focus on certain things, and some things they're not going to. And that's perfectly fine, because that's okay. But this is what's going on in the world currently. So let's take a look at some of the different things that are out there as we continue to go down the path. Anyways, let's go down. Here we go. Rumors of industrial alcohol methanol 
being a miracle cure to prevent the measure against coronavirus has spread through Iran, where at least 400 have died. More than 2,000 have been hospitalized just by ingesting the substance. Iran is one of the hardest hit countries in the world. Duh. So, alcohol methanol being the miracle cure. That's like when people are going around talking about doing, um, drinking the actual Clorox aspect. What do you think? Is Clorox going to be the, the savior of all? I went to a place recently where they were selling the small bottle of Clorox for over $7. This is no lie. And I'm not trying to throw any shame on Clorox because I'm sure they're not placing the pricing. It's based on what the market wants. So what are you thinking? Are you thinking that paying $7 for a bottle of Clorox, would you try to drink it? Come on. By no means am I recommending you actually doing that. Because that just seems like a crazy idea. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So let's continue. New Orleans. Oh, yes. New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans has a rat problem. As the city shuts down restaurants and other businesses, there are a lot less food scraps and remains in dumpsters and alleyways. This has driven rats into plain view of the city streets, and they're scourging for additional food supplies for themselves, which is understandable because that seems to be kind of what's going on across all over the place. Duh. So I don't know how big the rat infestation problem is occurring, but it is a problem currently in New Orleans. Japan and South Korea governments confirmed that North Korea launched two ballistic missiles on Sunday. They flew 143 miles and peaked at an altitude of 19 miles before crashing into the ocean, but did enter Japan's claimed ocean real estate. Analysts believe the launches were a show of strength by Kim Jong Jr. as United States sanctions continue in his country. So what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Is this the time to be doing the flex? Because I don't know. I keep on looking at it and going, this is slightly crazy as people are doing this at this particular time. So what are you thinking about all of this? Because this time has been very, very strange in regards of a lot of things going on in the world. As you already know. So let me tell you this one, because you might like this. Wuhan's 11 million residents are now allowed out of quarantine, using their newfound freedom to protest the travel restriction that prevents them from leaving the region. Rioters overturned a police van that was parked on the bridge to prevent travel to the next county. What is going on here? I don't know. I mean, I just keep on seeing so many different things that are taking place. What are you thinking as you see this? Is it something that's kind of making you take a double shot of a lot of things? And I don't mean a drinking game here. A tornado that ripped through Arkansas Saturday left 22 people injured. No fatalities were reported and only two injuries required overnight hospitalization. The Jonesboro, Arkansas mayor said that people staying home limited the number of casualties. Well, I guess that's a good thing when you take a look at it. Now, something that I want you to take a look at if you do get a chance, and you might find this interesting, 
Have you taken a look over the last few, well, we'll say the last, let's use the last week, the amount of earthquakes that have been taking place? Magnitude 3.1 earthquake occurred at four miles from Monstachusetts, Quebec, Canada. That was on the 29th at 321 in the morning. Port Villa had one out of a 5.9, and that was on the 28th. New Caledonia had a 5.6 magnitude. That was on the 29th, around 2.19 in the afternoon. On the 28th, Paul City Central in Indonesia had a 5.8 magnitude earthquake that took place. Let's jump around a little bit more here. On the 27th of March, 5.6 magnitude, West Papua, Indonesia, another earthquake. And let's bring it a little bit closer to home. Here's one that occurred 5.0 magnitude in Pecos, Texas. That was March the 26th. And I got some more, of course. I'm sure some of the people already out there heard the one that occurred in Salt Lake City, 3.2 on the 26th of March. But we're starting to see more and more earthquakes. I know with everything else going on in the news, not a lot of things are being reported about it. But if you just go into Google and type in the lovely little word earthquakes, you'll find them right away. Not that difficult to find. But interesting on how they're not being reported. Do you know why that is? Duh. Well, I don't. I'm just trying to figure out if anybody else does. I think it's interesting, though. So what are you thinking? Why are these not being reported as we speak? Anyways, let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $113 million jackpot or $90.3 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $170 million jackpot or $136.8 million cash payout. Weekend at the box office. You already know where this is going, so I'm going to tell you anyways. With theaters closed across the country, closed due to the gathering bans, there's no good reporting for ticket sales because the majority have been closed. So that's something to look at. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are back in American soil. The actors who both tested positive for the coronavirus spent three weeks in isolation in Australia. They were both down under for the pre-production of the uh, some Elvis film that was being made revealed that they contracted the, um, the novel virus during the time. As previously reported, they were briefly hospitalized before being released into isolation. So... There you go. Selena Gomez is donating some of her proceeds from her tour merchandise sales to fight against coronavirus. The singer took it to Instagram, letting her fans know that for every purchase of the new Dance Again merch in her store, a portion of the proceeds will benefit Music Cares COVID-19 Relief Fund. So that's something that's going on there. The Osbournes practiced social distancing during the recent get-together. Kelly Osbourne finally got to visit her parents last week after weeks of separation, and they all made sure to keep six-feet buffer between them. She shared a photo of the three of them sitting around a pool with masks and captioning saying, Today was the first time I got to see my parents in almost three weeks. Even though I, got to get, I did not get to get to hug them at this point, I will take what I can get. They are all doing well. They are safe and sound for now. Kelly also shared screenshots of texts received from her dad that expressed how much it broke his heart not being able to give her a kiss and a hug. But we kind of all knew that this was going to actually take place. 
some of these things are going to be pretty interesting. Mentioned the Ozzy Osbourne thing because I always found the Osbournes kind of interesting. Of course, I'm going to tell you not doing anything related to celebrating days of the years that we can celebrate today. I just don't think that it's very appropriate because I keep on looking at it and go, is there really truly any day that I'd want to celebrate at the moment? I don't think that there is. So that's what I'm running into personally. Um, I'm going to share this with you. This is something coming up on Safety FM. I think it's kind of important. So take a look here. Let me know what you think. Because I think it's cool. Welcome to a special presentation of a campfire talk featuring Bob Edwards, Mark Easton, Todd Conklin, and hosted by Jay Allen, exclusively on Safety FM. So yeah, on April Fool's Day, and definitely this is not an April Fool's joke, we will be actually having an event related to a campfire talk that you can actually take a listen to on Safety FM, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on April 1st. think it'll be some fun times doing something a little bit different just to kind of get us all together. And just if you can go in with that thought process of this is what it was going to sound like, this is what it's going to be based around, I think we'll have some good times. I think you might enjoy some of the portions of the conversation based on what we have discussed. Also, currently right now at safetyfm.com, we are running a contest to give away a free year of hosting service of a podcast. Yeah, I did say a free year. So this would give you the option of going to our website, signing up for the contest, and us actually issuing one-year podcasting service. So we will host your podcast, meaning that we will put it on our platformer. And you can make a podcast whatever you want if you actually win. And we will service that thing for one year. One year, we will be giving that thing away tomorrow right here on the Rated R Safety Show. So if you have not signed up for our list, sign up for our list. We'll get that information out to you immediately. And then if you go to our different social medias, we have been promoting it on social media as well. Anyways, besides that, I don't have much more going on today. What do you got going on? What are your thought processes? I And I apologize to the people that I have not been able to respond to. From the chat boxes, because today, like I said, the chat boxes are kind of making me a little bit blind. I did see some of them pop up on the screen, but that's it. Also, like always, as you are aware, we are a free streaming service across the board, so I don't want you to be aware of that. No need to fear. We are not a paid subscription service like some people like to do. I don't think that that would be fair in our little multiverse here. But there will be some changes taking place at Safety FM. We were going to, or we are, and we will continue to be a podcast network and a radio station. And of course, our little streaming platform that we got right here. But you're going to see a lot of focus on the radio station as we are coming to you now directly live. We do a lot of this stuff commercial free during the show itself. And the reason why we do commercial free is because we want you to enjoy the content and not be like, Hey, need to run an ad right here in the dead middle. Boom. But that's what we're doing right now. Now, do we run ads between shows? Uh Uh-huh. We do, but I don't like running ads in the middle. Also, some people have been requesting more and more music. We're thinking about it. We're thinking about doing some music stuff. I'll get to it closer as we get to it. But starting March the, what is not March? Wrong, wrong one. May the 1st, there'll be some changes. You'll see some changes on our network, particularly the radio show. If you come to our website quite a bit, you'll see some changes there too. 
And that's all for the better good of all of our show hosts. So you'll see some of our show hosts. All the shows are still staying. Nothing's changed as far as I'm aware. But all the show hosts will be there and we'll be sharing some information and bringing them into the radio station. Some people that are not in the radio station will be in the radio station. And then some of the other ones who are not in the radio station will be there. And some of them, nobody's leaving. So you'll see, you'll still be able to get a chance to listen to all of them. So if you do get a chance, come to safetyfm.com, leave any questions, comments, or concerns that you may have, and we'll do that from there. Anyways, you know who I am. I know who you are. I love you. I mean it. And I have to say bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. I need people to come still by and rant. Please don't forget to come by the station and rant. I need some ranters. Don't don't forget about ranting. It's so important. It's so important. Please don't forget to rant. Don't forget. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never.